0: SEN America, this is the SEN NFL
1: Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the desk from me is our fill-in co-host again, Maddie Mackay. G'day, mate.
2: G'day, Richie. How are you doing?
1: Brilliant, mate. Thanks for joining us. Today we'll hit on all the latest news. We'll get into our season prediction show. That'll be primarily the show today. Who's going to win the NFC and AFC Division, Super Bowl, MVP. We'll even take a look at the Rookie of the Year, Coach of the Year. And to finish off, we're going to head over to Chris's Betting Corner. It's a new segment we'll have throughout the year. But, mate, I don't know if you knew, it's Lucky 13th, our 13th podcast, and football is finally here, mate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get over to the newsroom.
0: It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast.
1: So a federal judge crushes the NFL. Brady's suspension's lifted. You must be the happiest man in the room, mate.
2: Oh, over the moon. Can we vote for him for MVP, Judge Berman? <laughs> he
1: certainly held Brady's chances, that's oh, for sure.
2: Definitely, definitely. Look, uh, this has been a debacle. I think it's been handled poorly by the league um, right back seven months ago when the whole the whole thing started. I mean, it's amazing we're still talking about it now, seven months later. Uh, pretty much, you know, everyone's been just kicking their can down the road, and you know we haven't made a whole lot of progress just right until now when we've got a result at last. Uh, it's yeah, I think this is a great outcome, obviously for the Patriots and Tom Brady, uh, but um, yeah, look, it's just such a lot of wasted time and effort. It's yeah. crazy.
1: I'd hate to think how much money the league's wasted on this. Now they've got it to waste, but it's just ridiculous. Like the he crushed the NFL, yeah. um, for how they went about it, the process. How can someone be guilty for being genuinely aware of something, even if he
2: did organise it? It's taking a bit of air out of the ball. Who cares? Well, that was actually in the judge's findings. That was something that he actually specified, that being generally aware of something doesn't make you guilty of it.
1: Yeah, I'm genuinely aware that drugs are dealt in Richmond because I used to live here, <laughs> and I can tell you what corner to go to. That doesn't make me guilty of dealing them. No, of course. Like, it's it's completely ridiculous. I'm glad they got smashed for it. Not only the fact I'm going to a Patriots game in a few months, but it was completely over the top. The fine in the CBA is $25,000. They should have slapped in with the $25,000 fine everyone moved on six months ago. Instead, they've dragged this out. Mm-hmm. It's looked absolutely terrible. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad the NFL got crushed on this one.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they're obviously probably feeling a bit silly now that Brady reached out, offered a settlement to miss one game. He was going to take a one-game suspension and be done with it. Uh, obviously, you know, didn't happen, and, and, now, and now the NFL look really stupid.
1: Yeah, and, and, and you've seen a bit of the reaction from other players as well.
2: Yeah, there was something interesting. I saw Joe Thomas, the, the pro bowl left tackle from the Browns, uh, put something out there on Twitter saying essentially he equated the entire situation to uh, driving 66 in a 65 zone and then getting the death penalty. Now, yeah. miles per hour. Obviously, we're talking about America,
1: of course. And I, I agree with him. It was just so ridiculous. How does a guy get four games for letting some air over football, and Greg Hardy beats the living bejesus out of his partner, and he gets <laughs> basically the same or leave less? It's yeah, it just, it's just ridiculous. It's yeah, it's completely ridiculous. I'm glad it's behind us, though. The NFL will be stoked games play this weekend because all this stuff gets forgotten about. They'll mention it a handful of times off the top on Thursday night, yes. Um, Friday morning our time, and then that's it. It'll go away, but the get around to Monday they'll be talking about because someone will have an absolute stinker, yeah. Of which course. will which will drive the the traffic for the next week, and mate, they must be stoked they're back to football.
2: Yeah, I think it's good. It's up front too. It's on the Thursday, so we deal with it up front, first game of the season, and then you know hopefully we put it to bed.
1: Now, speaking of things been going on forever, July fourth, Jason Pierre Paul blew his hand off or finger or whatever. <laughs> Finally, he has now met with the Giants head office people. He's undergone a physical with team doctors. He met with the new D coordinator because they're installing a new defense, and he hasn't been there for a second of it. Um, But we still really haven't been totally told what the outcome of that was.
2: No. I mean, what we do know is that, obviously, he's uh, had an amputation of the index finger and broken bones in his hand as a result of the injury. Um, I mean... Before this happened, he had a, a franchise tender on the table uh, for the, for a total of fourteen point eight million. That's handy. Yeah, he could have signed that uh, before the uh, probably should have <laughs> before he went away for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the Giants they're in a situation now; they can put him on the non football injury list, uh, which will which will cost him six games, uh, at about five and a half million dollars. So, yeah, th- I think that's what they're pushing for, and uh, obviously uh, Pierre Paul wants you know more money. So, I think they're still working that out, and that's why they haven't come to a deal yet.
1: Yeah. For mine, he's in zero position to ask for anything except beg for forgiveness. He's completely dodged them. His agent's been sending photos of him working out, saying, Look, he's in shape. And they're like, Well, can we come and say hello? Like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. Like, at one stage, his agent was actually hiding where he was. Yeah. Like, Well, he's in Miami, could come to his home, or is he back in New York? He's like, I'm actually not sure. (laughs) <laughs>
2: like, yes, you are. You know exactly where he is. Yeah, it's not exactly the way, you know, a professional uh, athlete should conduct themselves, I would think. It, it, there's still a chance this is the end of his career. Yeah, look, I mean, hands are so important to a defensive end. We were talking earlier, and it, pretty much every play, a defensive end's hands, you know, he, he's fighting with, with a tackle. Yeah, uh, Hand fighting is a big, big part of that position. So if he's wearing a cast all year, it's going to be difficult to get yeah. on the edge.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's really going to struggle because I don't think the Giants will be in any rush to give him a new deal or anything like that. They're probably not keen to sign him to the tender.
2: No, yeah, they they could put him on that
1: short term IR. that would save him a little bit, but yeah, they got plenty of options. Of course. Uh, On Monday or Tuesday, the NFL final roster cuts had to come in. All teams had to be at fifty three or less um, on that date. We're not going to go through all the cuts. Obviously, there's way, way, way too many, but we'll take a look at the noticeable cuts, uh, notable cuts, sorry, and then we'll take a look at the Australians. First off the top, my man, Tim Tebow. He got cut. I thought he was going to survive when they traded Matt Barkley, (laughs) and he's gone.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it looked good for a while for for Timmy, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. It's a bummer, really, I think, for for a lot, you know, for everybody really, the, the NFL is a more interesting league when, when you've yeah. got Tim Tebow there.
1: Yeah, and anyone who listens to this show um, a lot, which is mainly my mum, <laughs> I've always said I want interesting. Yeah. Tebow's interesting. It's a shame he's not in. I'm sure he, he was straight back on the SEC network doing college games on the weekend, but I don't think he's going to. That's his last chance. I think he's done now. I
2: think so. Unless he wants to change position, but he's been steadfast in not wanting to. And we
1: know that doesn't work. Um, Monty Ball was cut by the Broncos last year. He was a top fantasy pick. People were taking him in the first, second round. um, And now he's completely looked over, being cut. And to mine, he's cleared waivers.
2: He has no one signed him. That's right. Yeah, when I saw this on the sheet, Richie, I thought you were trolling me because uh, I think I might have picked him up first and now personally <laughs> last year. So I thought, <laughs> yeah, you, you've got me here. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think, I think it's as a result of the form of you know CJ Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, Juwan Thompson. I think they've made him expendable.
1: Yeah, and that's really what I got. the thing that surprised me is no one picked him up. Mm. There's surely he's not done. I mean. There's got to be room on a roster somewhere yeah. for a running back who showed plenty in college. It's not like he was bad last year.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's a player that we'll see sign on a couple of weeks into the season once we see a few of those starters go down with injuries. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to work too long.
1: Yeah, Former Indianapolis Colt Reggie Wayne was sent into the Patriots to spy on them and steal all their secrets, and then he asked to be released. <laughs> Is he going to retire? I think he should. I think I, he now kind of has to. He can't sign somewhere else, Kenny, after begging for his release. No,
2: no. Look, I I, well, I mean, what a great... If it is the end of Reggie Wayne, what a great career.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, he'll finish as a one-club player as well, which is nice. Um, you know, not suiting up for the Patriots on a game day will keep him a Colts player. Um, I mean, over 1,000 receptions, 14,000 yards, and over 80 touchdowns for his career. They're yeah. Great it, numbers.
1: It was a great career. He he probably just got there because he was on a beach, when he got the call, like yeah. literally he was on a beach. Yeah, he tweeted that. And he got in there, he probably ran around, did a few wrong routes, caught a few balls and just thought, I just, I don't want to do it. I just can't be bothered. Or maybe I can't be bothered. I just don't have the drive, the passion, the fire anymore. And, and it looks like he's going to call it a day. Uh, Darnell Dockett, this shocked me. The 49 Nineers signed him and gave him $2 million guaranteed and then cut him.
2: Yeah, I was surprised too, Richie. I mean – particularly considering you've got Justin Smith, Alden Smith, um, you know, missing from the, the defensive line of the 49ers. It leaves them very inexperienced.
1: He must have been terrible in camp to just flush $2 bucks down the toilet.
2: Yeah, or they see a lot of promise in some of those young guys. Yeah.
1: I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. really surprised me. I think he'll get a chance somewhere else if he hasn't already. Um, Hakeem Nix, who's bounced around a little bit, um, former Giant Colt, uh, went into camp with... The Tennessee Titans. You won't be seeing any passes from Mariota, though.
2: Not initially. Uh, this is a player that he had two really great years in New York uh, in twenty ten and twenty eleven, over a thousand yards. But he's had declining production ever since. Mm. So uh, there is talk, though, like just with some of the local press uh, in Tennessee, that he may be re-signed after Week One. So maybe just watch. Oh, no, the they space. don't want
1: to guarantee the year. Yeah, I that's an interesting like one for, pe- for people that don't know. If you're, you can make the fifty three but then be cut between Monday and your first game that weekend, and you're out. There's no guarantees or anything like that. If you're on the roster for the week one game, whether you suit or not, your contract is guaranteed for the entire year. If you're cut the next day, you'll be paid in full. If you sign somebody after week one, you'll only pay them for the games they play. Yep. So what you're suggesting, Matt, is they bring him in after week one, sign him, have him run around for a few games. If he's not getting it done, you cut him. you only have to pay him maybe three or four game checks. You can save some cash. Yeah,
2: I think that's exactly what's going on here.
1: Last one we want to touch on, Matt Cassell was cut, didn't make the 53. So immediately everyone said, oh, EJ Emanuel is going to be the backup in Buffalo behind Tyrod Taylor. But then between me doing the run, <laughs> the run sheet the <laughs> other day and today, um, they've re-signed him. Basically, they boned him here they've they've cut him to sign him to less money
2: yeah this is a money move I mean on on your previous point this saves the bills over four million in cap space to yeah. do what they've done
1: yeah and I think you saw a quote from him that was pretty good
2: yeah yeah well he pretty much oh he was asked you know what happened and it was he was you know, talked to the bills uh, ask them you know, yeah he, he's not real thrilled I think, with this situation no,
1: I think flat out he was pissed off <laughs> I think He basically so. took a four million dollar pay cut um once again by having him on that Starting day roster, it would have guaranteed the year's wage. They just didn't want to pay him that. They were clearly paying Tyrod Taylor less. Yeah. And they go, we don't want to have to deal with this. You cut him. He cleared waivers. No one else touched him. So you give his agent a call and say, hey, we'll sign you back, but how about a bit of veteran minimum? And that's pretty much what he got. Um, flipping over to the Australians. Um, now, in accordance with Australian radio law, we have to talk about Jared Hain first. He makes the 53. <laughs> Oh, it's new production. Chris has been working so hard this week. Um, I'm really happy for him. Fox Sports Australia are the most happy, though. Uh, gives him plenty of clickbait to put on Facebook with ridiculous headlines. Um, but he's made it. What do you think?
2: He has. This is unbelievable. And Just what an incredible achievement to bypass... The entire college system go straight from the NRL to the NFL in one year. It's incredible. I, I I have got some inside mail though. He did have a few sneaky training sessions with the UTS Gators. He did in Sydney, so he, he got to run around with the pads and the helmet on and with a few of the local boys. But that's a long way from the NFL, Richie. <laughs> right.
1: He's an elite athlete compared to those boys, <laughs> and that be like him. Yeah. And for those who don't know, that's just a club team in Sydney. Yeah. Um, a good club team. I think they made the Waratah Bowl last year, but they're still just a club team. Oh, yeah. He would have been the best athlete there by miles. Um, look, I'm stoked. One, it's awesome for the game in Australia. It will get so much coverage this year. Channel 7 already announced are going to play every single game of his. Yep. They'll beg to have him mic'd up for sound effects, all those sorts of things. Um, you know, when he made that hit, you know, I think someone, tells, someone else who was mic'd up goes, oh, you think he drinks Foster's? No, I just wanted to curl up <laughs> and die. But um, look, It's all good stuff. <laughs> You are working hard, Chris. Um, So either way, he's in. It's great. Um, Tom Sula was making noise. He probably won't suit week one, but we'll wait and see. Um, Next point, Melbourne, Melbourneian, sorry, Jordan Berry. He's made the 53 with the Steelers. This is awesome news. Um, I've coached Jordan before. He played in Green Victoria here. He's a great kid. I could not be happy he's made that roster.
2: Yeah, great for great for him. Uh, I, I think it's his big leg. His big leg must have made that you know that impression there in Steeler Country because to oust the incumbent, you've got to make an impression.
1: Yeah, that Week Three game where he also did the kickoffs and the kid got a bit hurt, and he had that eighty-yard or seventy-yard yeah. booming punt, whatever it was. That it's thing it's- absolutely flew. Um, but it's not all bad news for Brad Wing, who was battling with him in that competition. Brad was traded to the New York Giants. Uh, when they cut uh, Chris Weatherford, their incumbent punter, who's basically being paid about, well, that saves him about $2.2 million. So they were doing a salary move as well. Um, and I was on the flag flies earlier in the week. And then I suggested that I reckon the Giants rang up and said, whoever you aren't planning on keeping we will trade for the other one.
2: Yeah, I thought this was awesome that you know, both Aussies got to make rosters. Uh, it was always a bit of a concern having two of them in Pittsburgh that one of them might miss out and you know, potentially lose his spot in the NFL. So for uh, Wing to get on a roster with the Giants is, is, is great. Um, on a side note, it'd be interesting to see if he feels any pressure to get on the weights replacing Steve Weatherford. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, he's ripped. <laughs> he is a specimen, which is unusual for a punter. So it'd be interesting to see if uh, Wing feels a bit of pressure to get in the weights room.
1: They don't have a whole lot more to do at training, <laughs> so you got, you got plenty of time to lift.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Wing's also very good friends with Odell Beckham, um, so it's good to be back with one of his LSU mates yeah. um, up there in New York. David Yankee, unfortunately, was cut by the Vikings. Now, David Yankee's born in Australia, born in Sydney, um, left when he was about eight years old, grew up in the... American high school, went to college at Stanford. Unfortunately, he was cut, but today, or oh, sorry, yesterday, he was signed to the Vikings practice squad, so he was kept around.
2: Yeah, so he's still in the system. Hopefully, he can, you know, with some hard work, get his way back on the 53-man roster, but with a surname like Yankee, it's a, is, it a, is it a long bow to say that he's Australian? <laughs> well, he was born here.
1: He was an Australian citizen. He only got his American citizenship a couple of years ago. We'll take him. Um, absolutely, we'll take him. There's only five or six of them so we'll certainly take him Uh, he one thing to also say that a lot of people don't know is any club can sign somebody off any other practice squad that's right they're basically an open available player so doing a trade sorry signing somebody off that you don't have exclusive rights I think you can basically say okay if you're gonna go we'll take you but if there's a few injuries things like that he's got a chance he might end up on an active roster before the end of the year Uh, The last Australian to touch on, Jesse Williams, Seattle Seahawks, was placed on the PUP, or the PUP list, physically unable to perform. From what Jesse tweeted out, uh, my feeling is he hasn't been recovering great from his cancer treatments and things like that. He put in a tweet that if he can't give 100% to the Seahawks, they deserve his 100%. um, And by being placed on that PUP list, they retain his rights. Um, Hopefully, when he recovers, he'll be good to go.
2: Yeah, this is a bummer. I mean, poor kid's faced so much in his yep. short career. I mean, two missed years with knee injuries and, and kidney cancer in the off season. To get through all of that, um, obviously still not right. Needs some more time. But he's eligible to be back on a roster after week six. So let's hope that he uses this time to get himself one hundred percent and can you know hopefully get some playing time. You know, realize his dream, get out there on the field.
1: Yeah, and, and if anyone else on that Seahawks D line goes down, he might be activated earlier than that. You never know. So. Uh, That's all for the newsroom. Next, we'll be going over to our season preview. I'm Eric Wallace of the North Melbourne Kangaroos, and you're listening to the SCN
2: Football Podcast.
1: Okay, so we're up to our season previews. It's on our doorstep starting this Friday morning, our time. Here's what we're going to take a look at. NFC division winners, AFC division winners, who the wild cards will be of the AFC and the NFC, what our NFC and AFC championship matchups are going to be, who the Super Bowl matchup will be, and, of course, who the winner is, who our MVP of the season will be, our Offensive Rookie of the Year, our Defensive Rookie of the Year, our Coach of the Year, and our Comeback Player of the Year. So there's plenty there to cover, so we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get into it. Now, our mate, J.A., we sent him a note and said, Mate, you need to do this. Put a beer down. Take 10 minutes at... Take 10 minutes out of your day at Hooters and just put in the info for us. So he's done that. So we get to rag on him because he's not here. Yep. Is he, I'm sure he's gone home of picks and um, chosen the Cowboys. But we'll see. Yep. So we're going to start with the NFC division winners. Maddie. who have you got?
2: Okay. In the NFC North, I've got the Packers. I've
1: got the Packers as well. Chris is going to uh, look after J.A. for us.
0: G'day, guys. Yeah, he chose the Packers as well. I think it's pretty obvious. Huh?
2: Yeah, agreed. Okay, in the NFC East, I've gone with the Eagles.
1: I've gone the Eagles too. This is boring, guys. This is going to be a boring
2: set. Well, it might all be just very, you know, clever. Could all be right (laughs) or all wrong. Next one, NFC South. um, Pretty weak division, but uh, I'm going with the Saints.
1: It's a horrible division because my crappy Bucks are in it, but I've gone the Saints as well.
0: Falcons for uh, JA.
2: Oh, he wimped out. Bit of a difference. We
0: were finally we were
1: ragging on them in the preview when we did the NFC South. Yeah. I still can't get on board. I, I just can't do it. I hate that yeah. organisation.
2: <laughs> the, the final NFC division, the NFC West. Uh, I this think will, this is, will be a
1: clean sweep, I yeah, think. Here.
2: Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks
0: for AJ yeah. as well.
1: No real surprises there. Um, there are some of those stronger teams. The Packers and the Seahawks, I think, are the two class teams of the NFC. For sure. Um, AFC.
2: The AFC North, I've gone with the Steelers. This is another tough division, though.
1: I agree. Against I the most competitive division in the league, I've also
0: gone the Steelers and the Ravens for JA. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Mm. He'll give him five minutes. Ravens further on down the track when we go through some of these other things. For yeah, JA he as well, he He's really
1: likes them. He rates them. The hardest thing for the um, for that division, it is a really competitive division.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, I, I just, I just thought with the Steelers. I mean, just the, the, I think they've got the NFL's best trio.
1: Yeah, the offense, they're
2: loaded. Yeah, oh, Bell, Big Ben and Antonio Brown, all yep. superstars. My Tavis Bryant to add to that. Yep,
1: agreed. Yeah, tissue when he gets off his suspension. Too much firepower.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AFC East? Yeah, the AFC East, I've gone with the Patriots, a homer pick for me.
1: Uh, it's not that much of a homer pick because I've gone them as well. It It is now set up for them to play the everyone hates us, everyone's against us, which we know Belichick loves. We
2: love that spot. Jay is
0: exactly the same. Good He's man. got them going quite far as well.
2: Good man. AFC... South. I've gone with the Colts. I think this is a really easy division to pick. It up. has to be the Colts. The rest of that division is like the NFC South. It's just crappy.
0: Again, it's getting a bit boring. But it's the same. We need some argument, boys.
2: Okay, well, let's see if we get any in the AFC West. Um, I thought this was a bit of a toss up between the Chiefs and the Broncos, but with Manning on the roster, a champion. I've, I've, I'm sticking. I ride with Manning. I, yeah,
1: I ride with Manning until he proves to me otherwise. Yeah. Um, but I reckon J.A. has probably gone the Chiefs. He absolutely
0: has gone the Chiefs.
2: they got a good D. I just don't trust Alex Smith. No. I, I, I can't have a bar of him. Well, interesting development. He started throwing touchdowns to receivers this year, so we'll see where that takes <laughs> still,
1: you. still only the preseason. <laughs> i got to see it in a game first. Um, obviously, those four teams will all make. The playoffs, no matter what their record is, uh, win the division, get you in the playoffs. The wild card teams go to the next best two records in each division. So, who are your two NFC wild
2: cards? I've gone with the Cowboys and the Lions. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, I I had the Cardinals in the mix too, but I, I settled on the Cowboys and the Lions.
0: I've gone the Vikings and the Cardinals. Right. And Jay has gone the Cowboys and the Cardinals.
1: And there's no surprise that the homer pick from J.A. Yeah. I've left. Here's why I left the Cowboys out. I'll come to that one first, then we'll come back to yours, Maddie. Sure. I left the Cowboys out because they're best when there's no expectations on them. There's mm. all this expectation now. I reckon, nah, no good.
2: Yeah, well, I just. It's a talented roster. I, yeah, they're, they're so talented. Uh, but, you know, offense, they've got the defense in line now as well. I, I, I think they'll get there.
1: Um. Now. I've got the Vikings. I, I've kind of been sucked into um, Teddy a little bit there. I think they've got a good D. I don't – I think the Lions that, – that defense just can't be as good. It, there's just no way. The, too many good defensive players have left. Yeah. It'll expose their corners a little bit more because a lot of that pass rush it is will. gone. And I think they're going to slip back just far enough, and I think Adrian Pe- Peterson's going to have an outstanding season.
2: Yeah, look, I, I do agree with a lot of that. Uh, I I think you know Peterson is going to have a huge year, and I think the Vikings will be a, one of the biggest improvers in the league. I think this league's just heading more and more towards offense every year, and the Lions still have an incredible offense. they got a
1: really good one-two punch in their receivers. They do,
2: and and some backs you know, that are showing showing something yeah, well, pretty special. If
1: you can get Ab- Abdullah out of the traffic... You could have anything with him. Yeah,
2: that's what I I was banking on.
1: Um, AFC wild cards. What have you got,
0: Maddie?
2: I went with the Bengals and the Bills.
1: I got one the same. I got the Chargers and the Bills.
0: Ah, J.A.'s gone the Steelers and the Broncos.
1: Well, being he had those two not winning the division, that's not overly surprising. Um, I don't think we have to... Those, but why did you take the bills? I know why I took them. I'd love to know why you got them.
2: I think this defense will be incredible. So do I. I
1: think they're going to be awesome.
2: I think Rex Ryan suits this. He's the perfect coach for this club.
1: Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. I actually, and watching Tyra Taylor kind of run around a bit, maybe I'm buying into the preseason Kool Aid. I probably yeah, yeah, am. Yeah. But I think he's there's some there's a bit of something something going on there. Yeah, they they, they brought in Shady McCoy. He's, he might miss a couple because of a little niggling injury, but. Semi Watkins is an outstanding receiver. Has had nobody who can get it to him. I think Taylor's got enough talent that he can get in the ball. They've got some other good pieces around, and as that defense is going to be awesome.
2: Yeah. See, I think, and and as I said, with Rex Ryan, he's not going to ask Taylor to do a whole lot to win games. If he can make a play here and there, and we can get the ball downfield to Watkins here and there, make some plays, that's great. But he's going to he's going to win this. He's going to win games with defense.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: just I, like you did with the Jets, you know. Exactly.
1: I reckon if you score, if they score three times, if they get three touchdowns, and, and throw a field goal in there somewhere, they'll win more games than they'll lose. Yeah,
2: I agree. 100%. Doing that,
1: I, I don't think they're going to win the division, but mm. playing that kind of football gets pretty cold and snowy up there in Buffalo later in the year. Yeah, it's suited to the climate. Yeah, I reckon right, suited to the climate as well. Um, okay, mm. NFC matchup game,
2: NFC championship game. I have the Seahawks over the Packers in a rematch of last year.
1: I've got the same matchup, but I've got the reverse. I've got the Packers over the Seahawks because I just, I don't know.
2: Even though Jordy Nelson doesn't, nah, doesn't I don't swing care. the needle for nah. No. No.
1: Nah, because they've got the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, no doubt. And he's going to get it done. And they're a really good organisation.
0: Yeah, I, uh,
2: Go on. No, I was going defending my pick there with the Seahawks, I just think they're just so stacked at every spot. You know, I, I think uh, strength in numbers there.
0: Jay has gone the Packers as well over the Eagles in the NFC Championship Eagles. game.
1: Geez, that's interesting. He hates the Eagles. Maybe, maybe so reverse. Maybe his here. brain, not his heart. It might
2: be the reverse jinx. Maybe he just-
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to psych him out. Maybe because just ask him how much of a genius Chip Kelly is, and enjoy the rant. It's so good. <laughs> I will. I it's will. So good. Um, in the AFC,
2: I've got the Colts over the Steelers in an offensive showpiece.
1: That's a complete copycat from me. Jeez, this has been boring. Maybe we should have consulted That's and right. made some of these
2: up.
0: <laughs> J.A.'s uh, gone a little bit differently. He's gone the Patriots over the Ravens. He's got the Patriots going back to the Super Bowl. Actually, so he's got the Ravens over the Patriots. He put, put Patriots first, but Boo. Ravens over the Patriots. Boo. So he's, uh, he's set up a Ravens and Packers Super Bowl. It's interesting.
1: I, I'd, I'd love him to be here to, to tell us why. I mean, I don't even have the Ravens
2: making the playoffs. No, I don't think I had them there either. They're going to be a good team. Uh, I think they might be... That division is so tough. They might be, in my opinion, the team that just misses out on the playoffs. I just... I mean, Flacco's obviously won a Super Bowl. Uh, They've got Steve Smith Sr. there. They've lost Torrey Smith. I just... Justin Forsett had a good year last year. I just don't see that offense being uh, as good as it needs to be. And they've changed offensive
1: coordinators as well. Yeah, they have. So, they've got a really good head coach. Yeah, But he's not a play caller. He's not a... They're not his schemes, That's right. in inverted commas. So yeah.
2: that'll
1: be interesting. Okay, so who have you got winning the Super Bowl?
2: I have the Seahawks over the Colts, avenging last year's heartbreak.
0: I've got the Packers over the Colts. In the sheet that I've got in front of me, it doesn't actually have the winner, I don't think. It just says Ravens v. Packers. From what I can tell, from what I've been sent, I can't see where the winner is.
2: Surely he takes the Packers. You would think so. Yeah, I think Let's so. Let's give him the Packers.
0: We'll give him the Packers. This is yeah.
1: Jay, though. Yeah I'm, looking, yeah, I'm looking at the same list.
0: What are he's doing? Oh, well, we'll bag him when he gets there. Too back. many beers. <laughs> um, you know, he's, been, he's been wrapping his brain, that's why. That's what he's been doing. Too <laughs> much Texas barbecue. He might
2: be in a Texas barbecue coma, I think, by about now.
0: Yeah. Oh, pff, it's a good
2: barbecue over there.
0: Um,
1: It looks like we're all taking the Packers. Oh, sorry. Um... I'm not. You're not? No, I'm not. I'll, I'll rephrase. I reckon James will be taking the Packers as well. So am I. Is it only that if they had Jordy Nelson, do you reckon you'd change your mind?
2: I think it plays into it. But for me, it came down to two teams, Seahawks or Packers. And I've just got so much respect for that Seahawks team. They were desperately unlucky to not win last year. Uh, I just, I, I, I see them going back. And just putting those demons to rest, you know, yep. and getting one, get getting another one for, for, you know, for the, what is it, the 13th man, they call it up there? Minutes, 12th man. Only, 12th man. Only 11 on the Wrong field, sport. mate. There you go. <laughs> it's not, not, <laughs> not, not Canadian
1: football. <laughs> All right, a couple of the exotic ones. Most
2: valuable player. I've gone Andrew Luck over Rodgers and Big Ben. I think it's time Andrew Luck takes his place among the great QBs of the generation. Uh, he's got a lot of weapons this year.
1: If, I've got the Colts going to the Super Bowl. If they do that, yeah. I agree. I think Andrew Luck will be the MVP because there is not enough around him. He has to do it all. He will, and because there's no running game to speak of, and it's not a great offensive line. No. So if he's getting those passes out, getting them on time, winning games, it will be because of him. There's no other reasons.
0: Yeah. Now JA has gone a very interesting pick. Do you think either of you could guess who he's gone for the MVP? Romo. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> that's a good guess, though. Darren McFadden. Sam Bradford is who he's chosen for the reverse NBA jinx. Team.
2: He is totally reverse jinxing. Yeah, I think he is. Must if be. he was here, he, is he this take, taking the this stupid P1 double green on, on his doing? Yeah, or he's trolling us.
1: <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, he's got them going deep and winning the division. So I think I'm the same. I've got the Eagles winning the division, but if Bradford gets hurt, that's it
2: yeah look, I mean I, I guess putting myself in JA 's shoes which is a scary place to be <laughs> uh, I think with that offense and you know Chip Kelly, I think Bradford's going to put up huge numbers, so maybe he's just he's just going to put up ridiculous video game numbers all year and and that j a in Ja's opinion, he thinks that gets him the MVP not.
1: Yeah, every chance. That's not a bad job for trying to get inside his brain and work out what he was thinking. Probably
2: a lot more rational than actually what went on. But <laughs> right, we're moving to Offensive Rookie of the Year. Okay, I had Amari Cooper. I thought this was an easy one. Uh, so lay down, Masai, this one. Yeah, everyone with the Cooper on yeah. board. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think he's, he's going to be the next great receiver in the league. Uh, amazing body control, incredible hands. He's going to get a lot of targets in Oakland as well
1: absolutely there's a, and and I'm the same and, and JA is the same there's two the two obvious people to take that from him the two quarterbacks if either one of those has a good year they'll win it um in mariota and winston uh, winston yeah the only other receiver or i think Aguilar, running around in that eagles offense yeah. could see a lot of targets potentially could poach yeah. it from him yep. but i'm with you i actually think amari cooper is going to be a generational type player he he looks incredible so far
2: I, this could have been a more interesting conversation had Todd Gurley been right you know for week one
1: yeah and from the look of it I don't think he's going to be right all year he'll
2: play yeah week four apparently there's news today week four they think he might suit up they'll him.
1: use him lightly because you have to be thinking beyond this year because yeah. I don't think the Rams are going
2: to be very good no I presume you don't either no well not enough to make the playoffs
1: no uh, defensive rookie of the year
2: Defensive Rookie of the Year, I've gone with Leonard Williams. I think he's going to make plays all over the field. Uh, that Jets D-line is just too good to double Williams on every play, so he's going, get his, he's going to get a lot of opportunity.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm actually going with a homer pick for the first time, so I think I've got somebody here You're who could win it. Um, Quan Alexander, linebacker, he's established himself as a middle linebacker already for Tampa. He's the play caller. And when he was laying out um, poor Cleveland Brown players the other week, when I was watching, I was having a really good time. He looks the goods. He is so fast, sideline to sideline. He's incredible. I think he could be anything. And paired alongside Levante David, David's still going to draw all the attention, yeah. and he'll line up behind McCoy a lot as well, who demands double teams. I think he's got a good chance of having an outstanding season and take it out. Um, Chris,
0: who's James got? For he's, rookie. he's had a bit of a homer pick as well. The outside linebacker, Randy Gregory, he's gone for.
1: Well, I guess if you're going to go home, this is Talented. probably the place to do it. Oh, it could be anything. Um, I'm just glad to see we've all gone in a different direction. We had something to actually talk about. Yeah. You know, get this segment moving a little bit. <laughs> um,
2: Coach of the Year. I have Chip Kelly over Rex Ryan for this one this year I, I just think that it's it's now is the time he's got the pieces in place that he wanted that will run his scheme the way he wants it to be run I think he spent a while assembling that personnel I think it all comes together this year they put up huge numbers and Chip Kelly gets the nod
1: I've got Rex Ryan I think if he can get the Bills to the playoffs that'll probably just about do it yeah. I've got him beating out Chip Kelly I've got him if the Colts go to the Super Bowl I've got him beating out uh, Pagano mm-hmm. and Uh, Cardinals coach Bruce Arians who I've got so much time for I think he's such a good coach if he had a little more talent in there um, I'd probably have the guts to put them above the Seahawks I think he's a superior coach to um, Pete Carroll
2: there's a a lot of good coaches in in the league really you look around there's not many that you don't have a lot of confidence in
0: and what you can tell from uh, J.A.'s previous picks of course he's gone for uh, the same as you Matt uh, Chip Kelly
1: this is the ultimate reverse jinx. That's what's going on here. Or he's trolling us. He's going to listen to this later and laugh just think, the whole way through. Do you
2: think he's coming back with an Eagles jersey?
1: <laughs> Mate, he might switch while he's over there. He might have to. <laughs> um, uh, the last one I want to have a look at is a comeback player of the year.
2: Yeah, I've gone with Sam Bradford. I think you know, coming off those injuries, those knee injuries, uh, he's going to post huge numbers. I think the better storyline this year would be Eric Berry uh, coming back from cancer, um, and I guarantee you that the NFL won't give it to Peterson.
1: No. Um, they're the, the three you've mentioned are the best chance for yeah. mine because um, I can't see RG3 getting it. No. <laughs> so I um, Bradford's now got the best chance. He's come off the multiple knee injuries. He's in a high-flying offense. They're going to be noticed. If they go deep like a lot of us in the room suspect they will, He's going to win it. I agree with you with regards to Adrian Peterson. If he has the season I'm expecting, he should win it, but he won't won't. win
2: it. It brings too much attention to something the NFL don't want any attention brought to, that domestic abuse case.
1: They'd rather his name never gets mentioned because when it does, they're talking about why is he the comeback player. Oh, he was out for the entire year because he beat up his child. It doesn't look good. It's a bad story. He can't win. Um, As you mentioned, I'd love to see Eric Berry win. Yeah, it'd be great. The hardest thing for him is getting noticed. Yeah. Yeah, he's not throwing for five touchdowns and 350 yards every week.
2: Yeah, it's hard. Unless you're Ronnie Lott, it's hard back there at safety to get some get some airtime.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. The other couple of awards that we haven't touched on, the NFL now, because they've got the MVP award and it tends to always go to quarterbacks or running backs, they now have the Offensive Player of the Year award and they have the Defensive Player of the Year award. We didn't do the Offensive Player of the Year award because – to nothing award and it's yeah. usually the person who wins the MVP is, yeah. um, and the reason we didn't do the defensive player of the year because it's going to be JJ Watt for the next five years for the next five years he is the best player by so far it's not even funny um, and the most entertaining player of the year is going to go to Vince Wilfork <laughs> I don't know if you saw hard knocks during the week I did. I but did. he's dressed up in those overall shorts with cowboy boots
2: that was incredible <laughs> it I was th- hilarious I love the locker room banter one of, the, one of the players said last. I haven't seen one of them since I saw one on a baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, my favorite was the, the guy who goes, like, you've had to have them custom made. <laughs> He's like, you can't buy those in stores. That's not an off-the-shelf job. Um, And the, and the coach's reaction was the best.
2: Oh. It, 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 was, <laughs> it was so funny. Bill O'Brien, so funny.
1: Um, and the last episode of that will be coming up this week, which will be worth a watch because – um, a lot of guys get cut and you kind of fall in love with players watching it and some make it and some don't. Yeah. Um, Charles the Third is going to make it. And no. that, I, it's going to be a really interesting conversation because he, he can do some things.
2: He made plays. That's a bit of a surprise. I did look that one up when they announced the 53-man roster and I was surprised to see his name cut because he, he made some plays. I, don't be surprised to see him on another team's roster this year, if not the Texans.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, that's the end of our season preview. We'll obviously note all these down. We'll put them up on the Facebook page and out on Twitter um, so everyone can throw stones at us, and then we get to the end of the year. We'll either know whether we're going to be right or wrong. Our brand-new segment's coming up. It's Chris's betting Corner.
0: Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour at the table, then you are the sucker. Now it's kind of funny that uh, I'm in charge of this segment because out of everyone in this room, maybe out of most people that I know who are big sports fans, I am the uh, the one least likely to actually place a bet. But uh, that's why I thought I'd, I'd sit here in the host's chair or in the in the main chair and say, "All right, you know what? I'll let you boys do the betting. You know what you're doing more than me. Well, teach a thing or two, mate. Exactly. <laughs> it's a great habit. To I have. don't know how oh. often. Well, I was I was telling Matey before the only time I've actually placed a bet. On a sports game it was last year's grand final when I got a free fifty dollar bet from one of the betting agencies, and I was shattered when I lost that. And it wasn't even my money to begin <laughs> with, so I don't know how I'd go with my actual with my money that I've uh, I've made myself. But there you go. So I'll run through some of the rules that we're going to be doing. This is going to be every week. It's going to be part of the show. I think it could be a bit of fun. And what we're going to be doing, I'm going to give you guys and Matt. You're in uh, in JA's chair today, so you're going to be starting for him.
1: Lose give all you- his money for it. Exactly. Mate. Just flush it all. It's
0: not your money. You, 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 you're playing. You can just throw it all away if you want to. I want to give you 5000 hypothetical dollars to start off the season with. That's the amount of money that you can take throughout the rest of the season. Now, you can place as many bets as you'd like on a weekly basis that return. You, I need at least two um, bets that return at the end of the weekend. So, you can place futures bet. You can only place... Uh, at least a maximum of $100 on each futures bet. So I can't just have you saying, all right, we'll check this amount of money on the, um, on the Super Bowl, this amount of money on this thing, which we won't find out until week eight or whatever. We want kind of immediate return so we can talk about it the week after. So at least three bets... At least one of them is, uh, is a, uh, a bet that we can find out after the weekend. All odds are based off Vegas odds. If you wanted to place a futures bet, like I said, you can only put on a maximum of $100. So, there's the rules, gentlemen. Let's have a listen to your, uh, to your bets and, um, and explain why you're, you're choosing that as well. All right,
1: am go straight out of the gate. The angry New England Patriots, they're going to want to absolutely stick it to the NFL, shove it up the Steelers. I really like the Steelers for the season. But this weekend, New England Patriots to win $1.32. Chris, put 500 of my Simoleons. 500. Call them what you want. <laughs> I want 500 smackaroos at $1.32 on the New England Patriots.
2: Let's hope you're right, Richard. That's in the
0: book. What about you, Matty? What's your first bet?
2: Okay, my first bet is the Kansas City Chiefs over the Houston Texans. Uh, they're paying $2.02. 2 uh, I just think the Texans are a little bit overvalued. I think everyone falls in love with the Hard Knocks team. I don't think they're a good football team this year, the Texans. Uh, so Kansas City Chiefs, for me, at $250, at $2.02.
0: 250 bucks of J.A.'s money. Perfect. All right, Richie, what's your second bet there? Okay, I tend to look for the bad teams
1: and then see who they're playing. Tampa is bad, but unfortunately we're playing another bad team, so I'm staying the hell away from that one. <laughs> but what I do like is the Carolina Panthers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are still no good. The Panthers, it's not a long trip for them. They're paying $1.60. I have another 500 of my smackaroos on the Panthers, straight at the money line, $1.60.
0: Not big outsiders so far, but that's all right.
2: My next one will be the Dolphins over the Redskins. This is my safe bet. This is the take it to your What's bank. What's it paying? dollar $1.52. Jeez, that's actually not bad because the Redskins stink. That that was my thinking, and I just think there's a good value here. So I've got five hundred on the 500. Dolphins. Five hundred on the Dolphins at a dollar fifty two. Uh, there's no chance they lose to the Redskins.
0: I like that one. Now, so far we've got a, a bet at one thirty two, at two hundred two, at one sixty, and at one fifty two. So let's try to get a bit uh, <laughs> a bit All more right. risky, boys. Let's let's well, see. I
1: found a little bit of You're value. You're not gonna make much money. I found a bit of value th- here for you with these And this mods. this is a guarantee lock. Take it to the bank. Yes. First NFL coach fired. Jay Gruden, Redskins, $4.33. I'll have $200 on it. Thanks, Chris. This could be in by week four. How much were you putting
0: on that, sorry? 200 bucks.
1: 200 bucks. Yeah, you might not be waiting long for that one. I just, they are a complete dumpster fire. They'll want to hit the reset button on that bad boy as quickly as they can.
2: My next bet was influenced by J.A.'s tips. Uh, I think I'm forced now to look at the Eagles and the Falcons. And obviously, J.A. is all over the Eagles. So we're backing the Falcons with his money. <laughs> I like to, that. We're going uh, $400. 400 At $2.31 for the Falcons. He's now going to have to root for the Falcons over the Eagles. Worse still, means he might have to
1: actually
0: watch that game. <laughs> so this is essentially a competition. So at the end of the season... And I can't top up the bank again, so if one of yous just completely stuff up by week four or five, I ain't giving you money, your money back, the other person's then the automatic winner and we're going to have to find another segment to, uh, to figure out. They but, could get
1: a loan off the other person <laughs> and make them pay back interest yeah. as well. Buy-in. It's like Monopoly, it just never
0: ends. Is that what it's <laughs> going to become, is it? Yeah, exactly. Jesus more money Christ. out of the bank. Fair enough. Well, it is a competition, so whoever uh, comes out with more money at the end, they are the winner of the world, and more specifically, Chris's betting corner.
2: I I did have just one more there, one more future bet. Uh, Amari Cooper, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. $100 on that, Chris, paying $8.10. I think that is excellent value.
0: I like that one. That's that's good value there. $8, that's what we like to see. I think as the weeks uh, go on, I I hope that uh, you guys will find uh, a little bit more... I guess I don't want to say interesting, but you can, you can kind of gamble a little bit uh, a little bit better and uh, and actually come up with the outsiders. let's say I want, I want to see some big money being thrown around in the next couple of weeks. It's understandable the first week because you still you've just found that five thousand dollars, you're still warming to it, you're kind of a bit hesitant. <laughs> I think in a couple of weeks' time, I really want to see some uh, some money being splashed around. Well, it's we- hypothetical money as well, so if you are using real money, gamble responsibly as all of the uh, the betting companies say. And on the ads and all that sort of stuff. This is hypothetical money, so you can just throw it away. Yeah, but, you, it's yeah. pretty
1: simple. If you don't have it to lose, just yeah. don't do it.
2: No, well, <laughs> that, of course, that's crazy. Yeah, well, when we win all of our bets, Chris, we'll uh, we'll double up next week. Don't worry. Perfect. Yeah, I we'll like that. Absolutely loading up. That brings us to
1: the end of today's show. Thank goodness. Real NFL footballs on this weekend. You can find it on ESPN. You'll find it live on Channel 7, mate. It'll probably be a 49ers game that you'll have to suffer through, though, because they're going to be terrible. If you don't have NFL Game Pass, Get a couple of your mates together. Pull some cash. You can share it. Um, you get every single game. ESPN have got the Red Zone channel now.
0: Are you going to give me your uh, your uh, NFL league pass yet? You yeah, know, sure, You've been mate. promising me for the past month, yeah. but give you every James. time I
1: ask you, you kind of change the subject. I'll <laughs> give you James Arthur's. Everyone can have it. He's Login. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to him. Um, so – Get on that stuff. It's a great slate of games this weekend. I'm so excited it's back. We can't wait to review next week. We'll take a little bit of a look also into the future each week, try and find the good matchups. we'll talk about. So get out there. Enjoy the first weekend of NFL football. It's finally here for my co-host, Maddie McKay, for our good friend, producer, Chris Tyler, who's helping us out this week. Helping you out this week? Well, you've done way Whack. more than you normally do. <laughs> do you want me to re-record it and suck up to you instead? Kind of. I can if you want. Or you can just keep going. Nah, we'll just keep going. For Grumpy Chris in the Corner, you've been listening to the SEN NFL Podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash America. Whether you've overdone it at the gym... At the dinner table or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au.